Aloha and welcome back to Work Life Harmonize, where we put a laser focus on the myths of work-life balance and focus on empowering you. Before today's show, I want to tell you about an amazing podcast friend, Wild Precious Life. Wild Precious Life is a literary podcast that is all about making the most of the time we have. Sometimes when life gets overwhelming, it can be hard to be present and in the moment. We all need help with that sometimes, even me and Wild Precious Life feels like catching up with an old friend over a cup of tea. Whenever I listen to them, it uplifts me, it inspires me to dwell in possibility and dream with my eyes wide open and say yes to hope, connection, and love. So if you love books, music, chocolate, or joy after this episode, please go subscribe and follow Wild Precious Life wherever you listen to podcasts and get the first episode in your feed as soon as it's available. You'll find their URL in the show notes. Now back to today's show. Welcome to today's show, Work Life Harmonized. I have a very special guest. We always have special guests. Today's special guest, Ashley Livingstone, has a couple of different things she's going to educate, elevate, and activate us on. One in particular is we're going to talk about breath work. We're going to talk about what she sees and how she helps others with boundaries. And ultimately, in her podcast and in her business, she helps people find and create and co-create, if I may say, freedom. So we're going to talk about our forte, her company, and Teams with Edge, her podcast. And it's always fun to have a sister podcaster on the show. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be joining you. I'm, you know, even in the short few minutes we were chatting before we hit record, I was like, okay, I'm ready. This is exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're coming to us from Ontario, Canada. Yeah, I am. I'm like the opposite side of a uh, continent from you almost. And <laughs> although you have beautiful weather pretty much all the time, I feel really blessed because we are having the nicest spring day that I can remember in so many years. So it's like shorts and t-shirt weather here. And I'm hoping that all my freckles come out. (laughs) Fantastic. And we are hoping our listeners are already feeling what's happening. We talk about this a lot on this show in terms of the harmony and the synchronicity and just the vibe we're creating in just the few short minutes that Ashley and I did our pre-show, we really are kind of in this groove. So in, in honor of staying in the groove, tell us a little bit about how you launched your company. We have a lot of entrepreneurs listening and aspirational ones as well that get inspiration from the show. How'd you, how'd you get where you are? What, what's the story? Oh, wow. How long's the podcast? I'm just kidding. I'll give you, um, I love, I love sports analogies. So I'll give you kind of my like three TSN turning points to how I got to where I am. So the first I was young working for a corporate job was going to work every day, doing the adult thing, the responsible thing, the thing I was supposed should be doing, um, in my career, in my fields. And I sat in the car pretty much every morning, pep talking myself to get out and to go in. And I was always wondering if today was the day that my boss was going to pick on me or if she was going to pick on someone else. It was this very toxic, save yourself um, environment. And I just assumed that this is how work was because everyone complained about work. Uh, Fast forward, I have a child 
And as I'm looking at my child thinking, how do I possibly leave you to go to a job that sucks my soul every day? That he honestly was my, my big turning point was I want to spend as much time with you as I can and take care of myself and do what I love. So I quit my job while on maternity leave and started my own business. So that was big, scary step number one. And I started to really create the life that I wanted, the life where I get to walk him to school and I get to pick him up after school and I still get to work and love what I do. Then, um, and I did all this with a, a business partner as well. So next turning point was she decided um, she was out. She wanted to leave the business and then COVID hit like pretty much right after that. <laughs> so I often say she had a crystal ball mm. and what happened then was instead of panicking and maybe panicked a little, I doubled down and invested in my personal development, which was the best professional development I've ever had. And that took me on this like whole other journey of exploring self-leadership, exploring um, team dynamics, my breath work, um, healing, all of it, all of that happened. And, and now I've completely changed my business from what it was when I first started to this new business, which is coaching, um, breath work, helping people grow and creating, you know, I always say, I'd love to help people create a life that they'll be proud to see when it flashes before their eyes. That is beautiful. So you don't have to do your favorite quote at the end of the show <laughs> under our regular uh, protocol. You, you can do it now. That is really beautiful. And for those of you, as I always say, if you're listening on the radio and you're driving, please do not take your hands off the wheel. If you're listening to the show via podcast or on demand, try to take a second to imagine that life that you'd love to flash before your eyes. Mm. And if you're a longtime listener, we thank you. We mahalo you. We would love you to actually really listen even more carefully to what we're going to do in a minute. Ashley and I are going to talk about breath work. Most of you know, I am no expert, but Ashley is. So we're going to rely on her generous expertise to take us through uh, really what is breath work? Maybe we start there. What is yeah. breath work? <laughs> so breath work is a healing modality that I love because it actually combines science. There's very physical um, reactions that happen in your body. There's a ton of science. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a science major. However, my brain is very logical. So it does need some of that rationale behind what's this really going to do for me. And when you're bringing in conscious oxygen intake, you are over oxygenating, can't say that word, your blood, and you're decreasing the amount of carbon dioxide in your blood. So it causes a different reaction, right? Your pH balance is now off on purpose. It can help regulate your nervous system. 
calms your, um, your reactions to things. So if you're constantly finding yourself in fight or flight, or you hear a noise and you're jumping all the time, you're hyper aware. Breath work is really great for helping you feel grounded and calm. It has been known to decrease blood pressure. It can get rid of anxiety. It can help with your mood. And all of this is just from consciously bringing in air, your breath that you have access to right now, wherever you are, (laughs) wherever you are, there you go. (laughs) Yes. And, and it's just right there for you. So there's a ton of science. It even, you know, that, that vagus nerve that comes down from the back of your head all the way down through your throat and into your, into your body breathing. When you stimulate that, it also helps calm your nervous system too, right? That's why singing feels so good or humming or screaming, activating that nerve is, is hugely helpful, um, when it comes to calming your system. So that's the the science side of it. And there's probably way more that we could get into, but Google the science of breath work and you'll find <laughs> way more. We've had neuroscientists on this yeah. show and believe me, that explanation was really spot on for our, <laughs> our listeners. Great. I am with you, Ashley. And, you know, we've talked about the amygdala and fight or flight. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the parasympathetic system yeah. and people's impact. So I love the way you explained it. That's great on the science. What's the other part to this equation? The other part that I like to call is like the woo, (laughs) the woo factor, which, you know, is mindfulness. I breath work is great for visioning, setting intentions helping you clear your mind and feel into your body, allowing your subconscious really to unlock and guide you through what your right next step is, or what's that limiting belief that's preventing you from truly taking action. Or maybe it's an inner child's piece that maybe you think you've healed, but there's still that inner child in you that's like, please just recognize me, see that I'm still hurting. And, and here's exactly how to make me feel better. Your subconscious holds everything. Even when you're not paying attention to it, your subconscious is absorbing everything. And therefore everything you do, everything you say, everything you believe is really coming from stored subconscious. So being able to, through breath work, tap into it, release and let go of things that are no longer serving you old beliefs. I often say too, it's getting rid of beliefs that actually aren't even yours. Maybe they're your parents. Maybe they're your neighbors or societies. (laughs) Yeah. I love giving back. I love giving back old stories that don't belong to me. And breath work has been one of the ways that I have found so much healing and visioning for my future. So that is such a holistic explanation of breath work. I can't imagine any of our listeners 
are lost right now. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do. We will go so deep on a topic with a guest. We maybe lose someone or we open so many doors and then we never close them. So people feel a little unsettled. We'll get that feedback on direct message. So I would love you, dear listeners, to also now blend in boundaries and freedom. What I'm hearing from you, Ashley, as an expert, is that if you set the appropriate boundaries, including if a story is not your story, <clears throat> give it up, give it over. It's not yours. Yep. And the freedom might come out of that. Is that sort of the, the path you're paving for us? Yeah, I think that's, you know, so many people, myself included at one time, we're stuck in, I can't, if you say to them, even setting a boundary at work or setting a boundary with your spouse or your partner or your kids, the first reaction that I get when I suggest, cause I never tell when I suggest a boundary is that I can't, it won't be accepted. Nope. I can't do that. I'm going to look like a jerk. I'm going to be selfish. I'm restrictive whole list of what are those limiting (laughs) beliefs and stories. So this is where breathwork comes into play of especially being guided through it. That's the work that I do is guide someone through how easy setting boundaries could be. What might come on the other side of releasing this belief? What can you envision may might it feel like in your body to not have to go to 92 million events a year? <laughs> Did you listen to last week's show? We absolutely talked about that. Oh, talk about the woo. You must be psychic. We mm-hmm. definitely talked about that in last week's show yeah. because I had a mom come on who wears so many hats. I mean, all, all moms, let's face it. We wear multiple hats. This particular woman we counted seven hats. And then after the show in our post show, we, we counted probably another five mm. or six more. I mean, it's just too many hats. Too and of many. course she's wearing them all at one time and there's no harmony and she's exhausted and burned out. So how would you walk us through the beginning of breath work? Is there something you can highlight for us as we're listening yeah. to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, so first of all, because I'm a certified breathwork facilitator. I will say if you were driving or in water, <laughs> please do not practice breathwork. Um, it is meant to be somewhere where you are supported, you are safe, um, and you can, and you can focus on the breath. So I will just, that's my PSA. And Oftentimes the best way to start is with a shorter, we call them integrative sessions. So they, these are breathwork sessions that you can do at any point, anywhere safely and throughout your day. So I love to do them first thing in the morning, maybe right before I go to bed at night. Um, if I'm nervous about going into a meeting and I need, I, I'm like doing the motion. People can't see me, um, that grounding. Right. You want to so she's calm. she's taken her hands from her shoulders. We are really trained at active listening on this show. Perfect. We're three years <laughs> in. So she's taking her hands from her shoulders and she's literally sort of swiping them down the side of her body, almost like a release. And it makes me want to do it. So I'm doing it, too, because it actually really feels good. And this is why our social media team wants me to have video to go with the podcast. So at some point, I'll remember to 
to try to ask our guests if that's okay. So, okay. Continue. This is wonderful. So if you wanted to start with a calming, connecting to your body breath, um, the best way is to keep it short. And I would use what we call the halo active breath. And so that's in through your nose and out through your mouth. So it's and there's no stopping between. And that's what makes it such a conscious, continuous breath is you're not pausing, right? No pausing at the top and no pausing at the bottom. It's, I just got a little rush. (laughs) Yes, you will. Because again, we are over oxygenating our body. And to do that, I would even say do 10 reps of that nice and deep, nice and slow. And after 10, just really feeling how calm you feel. And if you need to do it again after, if you're like, all right, it's working, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty tightly wound. Do another 10 and just, you can even sigh it out. Like, I feel better already. So do I. Um, Come on listeners. (laughs) Unless you're driving. Yeah. Unless you're driving or underwater. Um, Yeah, you can. And to be honest, if you are driving, there's nothing to say that you can't breathe calm and calm yourself down. You're in rush hour. You're late. You need to calm yourself down. Breathing in and out just through your nose will naturally calm you, calm you down. So you don't even have to really think about it, but just in and out through your nose will naturally calm yourself down because your body's like, Oh, this is safe. When you're breathing just through your mouth, your body is activated, right? You think about these conversations we're talking and all the air is coming in and out of our mouth. And then we start talking faster and we were excited. You can hear it. You're walking or you're physically moving your body through exercise. You breathe through your mouth and your body is activated. You are scared and you sometimes hold your breath and then you're gasping. And that's all symptoms of activating your body. So if you're in traffic, you're in a heated conversation, just in and out through your nose. It's like slow and steady wins the race. (laughs) And that's, so I would use that for, with my clients, just to get them, get their bodies used to being calm, right? Most people come to me feeling anxious on the verge of burnout, you know, like the woman you chatted with pulled in a million directions, juggling so many balls that they don't know how to put one down without the whole house falling down. So the first place to start is getting your nervous system, feeling calmer, feeling safe. And then we tend to go into longer sessions that would be meditative sessions. And those tend to be about 60 minutes and you're doing active breathing anywhere. I'd say from 20 to 25 minutes of active air intake. (laughs) That 
is amazing. And for some of our listeners, they're going to absolutely want to know where to find you. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes at the wrap of the show. For others that feel like that's perhaps a bridge too far, what else would you suggest? Because you're giving such great practical, actionable advice, Ashley. What else might they try? Mm. Journaling. If, you know, I, I feel like people are developing a love-hate relationship with journaling right now. So my workaround for journaling is voice notes. I do it all the time. We yes. are kindred sisters. It is. It's how I wrote my first book. Many of my listeners have been on this journey with me for a long yeah. time. And most of my first book was written that way. Of course, when you're walking around talking to yourself all the time, yeah. people think you're a little nuts and that's their problem because you know, what you think of me isn't of my business. That's exactly. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you're yeah. right. There is a love hate relationship with journaling. Mm-hmm. So voice notes, great idea. Because yeah. so a lot of people will I, say to me like, oh, I don't want to journal. I'm like, okay, well then voice note it. <laughs> I, I'm great at um, taking excuses and resistance and then like kind of rallying it back into their court. Um, yeah, <laughs> journaling is great because I do find it really takes what's in your head and puts it on paper and then you can look at it and either question like, is this true? Or wow, that's so much more clarity than I thought I had. And, and same thing, if it's in a voice note, listening back, you can be like, whoa, why was I talking like that? Or damn, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, back to the sports analogy you made in the beginning of the show, I'm terrible with sports analogies and my listeners and clients and friends and family tell me never to use them. However, when you Uh watch a playback video that much, at least I know, right. It's to critique what went right, what went wrong, how to future proof, how to really gauge performance. And so I really love that idea of listening back to yourself with a clearer, more objective Mm -hmm. mind. We play fact versus fiction on this show a lot. Facts Ah. and feelings. Great fiction and feelings bad. So that's pretty cool idea. I love that. You've given us a lot of practical and actionable, great advice. Before we have to wrap, tell us a little bit about our forte, your company, and tell us a little bit about uh, Teams with Edge. Yeah. So Teams with Edge, you know, I'll start there because it was definitely one of those pandemic passion projects that I started when, to be honest, I was kind of lonely (laughs) and I had all these ideas and I was seeing so much going on with teams. Um, and frankly, like the dysfunction of them and not blaming anyone for that, but just leaders truly want to be effective. I believe that. And there's a lot of weight on leaders right now. So teams with edge was created as a bit of a place to share leadership stories, share insights, motivate leaders, um, and break it down in a way that seemed very doable and not, you know, giant strategies and processes and all of those technical skills, but really coming back to people as people and developing authentic, actual relationships. 
And so that's really where teams with edges. And, and since then too, like even through, um, you know, as I flesh out more of my, our forte business, the coaching piece, I'm so focused on personal growth and how we help at everyone. You don't have to be a leader tends to be, I attract mostly those ambitious leaders, but how you get to develop self-leadership because before you can truly effectively lead others, you really need to be able to lead yourself. And when I spoke earlier about my personal development was the best professional development. That's what I do now for my clients is they've got the technical skills. They know how to do their job, but they are kind of forgetting how to do their life. If that isn't a true statement, no, what is, and that continental divide that people somehow manufacture of personal quote unquote versus professional or that whole baloney around work-life balance, everything's perfect. You and I are so aligned and that's my life's work. I'm a recovering corporate defector. I ran a few companies. I've been a CEO. I've trained thousands of people. I do strengths and blind spot work. So we're so aligned. Mm -hmm. And if I know anything after all that experience and learning, it's that we have to stop the divide. We have to stop it. And this breath work, I am actually going to commit to doing some of this breath work that you've just explained. And I am going to reach you after the show to talk to you about my own journey. Clearly I need your help. How do our listeners get a hold of you? What's the best way to reach you, Ashley? Yeah. So I am, my website's probably the best place because it's got everything there. Um, so ourforte.ca. I always say .ca because I'm Canadian. So if you all put in .com, you're not going to find me. <laughs> .ca. And then um, on Instagram. I hang out there quite a bit. Um, so it's on Instagram, I'm our forte and I do share tips about avoiding burnout, um, chasing, just, just chasing your daydreams again. Do you remember doing that? It's a long time ago, Ashley. I told you in the beginning of the show and my listeners know I'm 55. I mean, that's a long time ago. Right. But you're still doing it. You moved. You true. You don't ever stop daydreaming. And when you, you never stop daydreaming. You never stop daydreaming. You are a fabulous guest. I just Mm -hmm. have to say, and maybe we will show a couple of snapshots of this video. We'll talk about it after the show. Listeners, you should see what's going on with the lights. (laughs) Imagine behind her beautiful patterns of light on the wall. In the beginning, there was this like halo effect of light around her face to go with the breathing. I don't know what that is other than the woo. Cause it's certainly That's not a little science. <laughs> I mean, we could be scientific. It's like the sun is starting to set here. <laughs> <laughs> Refraction. We're not, we're going to go with the woo. With and the woo. I just have to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Mm. This is a fabulous episode. It always goes like that. Yeah. In the blink of an eye and the snap of a finger, we would love to stay connected. We will promote your work and we are in deep gratitude and you get the final word. So whatever you'd like to share. Thank you. I feel, I actually can feel 
like so much gratitude in my body. And, you know, I always come on to these shows a little bit nervous, maybe a titch anxious as I work through some of my limiting beliefs still. And thank you for making me feel so valued. I really appreciate it. It is absolutely my pleasure and we will stay connected. I promise you that. And for our listeners, as you know, this show is airing very soon. If you're listening in podcast podcast format, if you're listening on the radio, please, please, please enjoy today's show. And until we meet again, Hawaiian style, we say a hui ho. Hey,